The last one. Luke chapter 8 and verse 26 to 40. Luke chapter 8 and verse 26 to 40. Jesus saves a demon-possessed person. Boy, I'm so glad that with all of my studies and counseling and philosophy and everything that we have managed in this modern day to do away with all the demons. They no longer exist. We have shown them our credentials and they have fled. I wonder how much trouble is caused by demons. You ever wonder how much sickness, how much, how many suicides, how many ruined lives are there out there? You know, they used to talk about the demon of alcohol and people now laugh at that. I want to tell you something. If you don't think there's demons involved in alcoholism and, and drugs, you, you just don't know anything at all. Yes, there is need for addiction recovery, but there's also a need for deliverance. And I like this. Jesus comes off of the cruise that he and the disciples had been on. Well, it really wasn't all that much of a cruise. They just went across a little lake. But anyway, he comes out of the boat off of the cruise. And what meets him? The minute he steps off of that boat, what meets him? A demon-possessed man comes running to him and says, Oh, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on us. Why have you come to torment us? Us. The man speaks it. This is why I believe that when you and I are out there in the world, the devil knows you're real or he knows you're a phony. And if you're a phony, you're no threat. But notice, all the devils in hell couldn't keep that man away from Jesus. And he had legions. And Jesus, the Bible says, he spoke the word and he was delivered. Hallelujah! Revival! Oh, we can gather a crowd now, man! We'll send this guy out and tell everybody, look, I got delivered, and Christian Alley said it will be full. Right? Wrong. Didn't happen that way. You know what happened? The leaders of the city come to Jesus and said, would you please leave? I'm sure that when Brownsville really broke loose and people were getting delivered from demons, I'm sure the whole community wasn't saying, oh, we're just so glad that we're having all these people get demons cast out of them. I'm sure that the very religious folks in the community said, would you tone it down over there? You're embarrassing. (laughs) In many of our churches today, if somebody cast out a demon, half the congregation would faint. Dead away. And those with cell phones would be calling 911. 911 would be flooded. And another half of them would be worried that the demon was going to jump on them. And they probably, they should be. Jesus chased that demon right out of there. All of them. Put them in some pigs. <laughs> well, I ain't got no pigs around, folks, so where am I going to put them? I know there's some rabbits that live next door in the field. And there's a dog pound just down there. That's a good way to get rid of that dog pound. They'd take down that sign out there, animal shelter. Yeah, we're an animal shelter, all right. That's a good That's a good description of us. We really are an animal shelter. We'll take your animals, bring them on in here. We know the power of God is in us. We know that He is able to deliver a safe field. Every one of them. We're not scared. Bring it on. He delivers him. And here's the part. And you've got to go to Luke's gospel to get this. Not in the other gospels. It's in Luke's gospel. And this is what's beautiful. To somebody that has, and Wilma, you'll appreciate this. To somebody that has a background in counseling. To somebody who deals with persons who have disabilities, mental disabilities. Or someone who has family members who have mental disabilities. Luke says that when the townspeople come running out after they had lost all of their pigs. I told you it would cost you when Jesus is going to call somebody. They come out and they and Luke says that they saw this man that Mark says that no chains could bind him. That they had tried to put him in chains and the demons were so powerful in this man he would break the chains. Mark says that he was in the mountains and in the in the caves and that you would hear him crying out and that he would cut himself. What do you think 
the wife and the children of that man thought when they would hear their father, their husband, at night in the caves, demons screeching. The neighbors would say, oh, oh, that's so-and-so, you know, old crazies, kids. What do you think they went through? And they come out there, and here he sits, Luke says, sitting beside Jesus, talking to Jesus, and Luke inserts this, and in his right mind. You see, folks, I'm not saying that every mental illness is the result of some type of demonic activity, but I will say that some of it is. And that which is of demonic origin can only be dealt with one way, and that is through deliverance. And many are the testimonies today of people who for years were tormented in their mind by unclean spirits, who today are sitting, as Luke says, at the feet of Jesus in their right mind. You and I are that Jesus to those people. Do we know that? Do we realize that? It's not Christian outreach. When we went through this this morning, surely you have picked up on the fact that it wasn't an advertising campaign that brought those people to Jesus. It was the testimony of those whose lives had been changed that went out and spread the word. 